A chill wind blows through the mountaintops, stirring the fog that lays thick and heavy around them. We hear the crunch of boots on stone, and a man comes into view, completely covered by a travel cloak save for his face. He comes to the edge of a drop-off and looks down over the scene below him. Through the fog, he can barely make out the base of the mountains, the forest that braces against it, and a town, large in size and, though the early time, already appears to be bustling. He sighs. So this is where it begins. How unfortunate. We see him begin to make his way down the mountain, and the view zooms out, and then refocuses on the town. The story begins in the town of Nook, which is sequestered away in the southernmost reach of the continent of Wainadir, in the country of Wainor, and the southern dukedom of Thirin, which is within, then, the county of Cranny. That is the town of Nook. It's an idyllic and peaceful town that is prosperous in both trade and resources, boasting large crops, a beautiful city with three levels of walls to protect it, an academy of swordcraft and warfare that raises knights, and of course, a great cathedral dedicated to the goddess Aeon. The scene opens with a young man riding on horseback away from the far wall that protects the fields from outside. He's on a war horse and clearly bears the mark of the knight's academy. We see him ride through the fields greeting people jovially as he goes. He rides into the city and pulls up to a tavern. He gets out, gets out, he gets <laughs> off his horse and goes into the tavern <laughs> and takes a seat across from a very, very small being. Oh, Norfire, beautiful meal you have there. Is that potatoes I see? Of course. You know, I've always thought that if there were only one food in the world for us to eat, it would have to be potatoes. Not respond to that. <laughs> respond as you will. I will stand firm in my belief that potatoes are the superior food. Well, of course, except for meat. Okay. Do you eat meat? Yes. I, myself, am a great connoisseur. But enough about food and talk. Are you excited for tonight? Well, I have no idea really what to expect, but yes, I think so. Well, I, for one, do know what to expect. And I can tell you that, by far, the Harvest Festival here in Nook is the greatest event that has happened probably ever in the history of anything in this world. <laughs> mm -hmm. You don't believe me now. But trust me, you will see feats of strength, fine jousting, Plenty of food, because, I mean, let's be honest here, you can only eat so much and only wait so long again before it's time to eat. You know, you're very quiet, Northfire. 
I think that's what I appreciate about you. Other people, they make fun of me, but not you. So, being that we are friends, obviously, by the way that you don't insult me, do you want to go to the Harvest Festival with me? I don't see why not. Excellent. Companionship, as I always say, is almost as good as potatoes. <laughs> so the two sit around a while longer as Norfire finishes his meal before leaving from the tavern and uh, begin walking through the streets headed towards the castle keep. For that is where the festival is held. I'd like to point out that I am in fact sprinting through the streets. Of course, Edward is, I, I believe I have this listed, Edward is six foot two. He's just striding along. So, so he's walking, and you're just in a dead sprint, trying to keep up. Should, should we um, give descriptions of our characters, by the way? Yeah, sure. Um, so, Edward is a human. He's not super thin. He's not super fat. Not average. He's got dark hair. He's fat. And... Is he a sprinter's type build? No, more like a little. He is a little on the bulkier side because he is a knight in training, so he's got he's got some pretty corded muscles. He is, as they say, pretty swole. <laughs> swole. Norfire, uh, what what does your character look like? Well, Norfire is about two and a half feet tall. He's a forest gnome. Um, he has brown skin kind of bark like and reddish hair um he's 120 but in human years that's like 30 so cool cool so that's like i don't know edward's like 20 so not only are you 100 years older than him if you like convert it you're also older than him yeah but not by a whole not, lot yeah no, no, it's not crazy okay all right and we'll we'll talk about the other characters as we meet them Okay, so um, as they're walking through the streets here, they come across a sort of market area where on a stage there is a performer dressed in some really garish purple, yellow, and orange outfit. And, unless, of course, you have issue with that, Alistair. Oh, that, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alistair, do you want to describe what you look like? Sure. <clears throat> so Alistair is... 511 uh she has uh, a tail pointed ears <laughs> sharp teeth and her feet are hooves oof and she has red it's like it's like a, I'm trying to think it's like a darker reddish skin with yellow eyes and her hair is long and black are you your profile picture on beyond yes. okay cool all right um Oof, you you really have the half demon thing there, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so, as you walk into the square, um, I imagine Norfire, you probably can't see very well. Nope, never uh, can. Edward notices this, and he leans down to you. You know, I can lift you up on my shoulders if you want. It's not a big deal. That's all right. But thanks for the offer. Are you sure? I'm terribly sorry, but knees are not that good to look at. <laughs> Well, if you insist. Alrighty then. And uh, quite easily, Edward just reaches down and- I weigh 40 pounds. <laughs> you weigh 40 pounds. <laughs> One arm just sort of picks you up and puts you on his shoulders. 
Better now? Yes, thank you. You know, I've got to admit, I always thought these half-demon things are kind of cool looking. I mean, it's like, think of about if, if you met like a horse who had horns like an ox. Wait, so maybe just an ox, actually. But then if it like mixed with an elf. Yes, yeah, rather interesting, isn't it? I think so. I think I would look great with horns. <laughs> okay, so, um, Alistair, how are you performing for everyone? So, she's trying a juggling act. For the first time ever. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so tell us about how that's going. It's, uh... <laughs> it's, it's going... Um, she mess- she's messing up, uh, the crowd is getting bored and or heckling her because she's not doing a good job, but she was trying something new to bring attention to the act to get more money. Fair. Mm. But it's not going well. Oh dear. Alright, oh, um, man. so Edward well, notices that. I feel sorry for you. And Edward's like, that's not cool. And, uh, so from, from sort of in the middle of the crowd... You, you hear a voice call out, Do a flip! Oh. <laughs> I throw coins! Do a flip! I mean, alright, if you insist. Ooh, let's, uh, and I do a- let's do a dexterity check. Oh, dear. I did. I got an 18 uh, plus 3, so the 21. Um, actually, you have a plus 5 in acrobatics. I lied. Plus five. <laughs> wow. So you kill the flip. As a matter of fact, in the middle of doing your flip, you perform a second flip. And people oh, are wow. stunned. Look at you. And, and, and that same voice calls out, That was really cool! And you, you just see coins start flying at you. The, the entire crowd is impressed. They're they're all clapping and somebody's like, "Holy crap, that was two flips, two!" And you know, children are shocked and like losing their minds. The the crowd has gone wild. Norfire is terrified. <laughs> he wants to put that down on the ground, please. <laughs> hey, Norfire, you think we can do a flip? No. I, I bet we no, could do no, a flip. No, 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 no. Oh, absolutely not. It was worth a try. Wait, what if you do a flip on my shoulders? Nope. I, I just want to be part of the cool kids. Um, yeah, so so everyone's applauding. Are, are you are you bowing? Are you preparing to do another flip? How how do you respond to a speechless? Like completely, complete and utter speechlessness. Is, is this your first success? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't let them know that. Yeah, come on, do some grandstanding for us here. Live it up. I start bowing and <laughs> exclaiming thank you and picking up the Says coin. the gruff voice from behind the crowd. <laughs> hey, uh, so so Edward and Norfire are now approaching the stage. Everyone is kind of thinks oh, the performance is done, so it's starting to disperse a little bit. And they walk up. Um, and Norfire, you're still on Edward's shoulders there. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, this now approximately eight-foot being... <laughs> Oh, looks down and goes, Hello, I am Edward. Hello, I'm Alistair. 
nice to meet you. Hello, it's... I'm Norfire. Nice, nice to meet you both as well. Is there something you need? Well, Norfire is very short, so that is why he's on my shoulders. First of all, I do not I actually see. normally keep people on my shoulders. Ah, I okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to? Norfire is just sort of hiding in embarrassment now. <laughs> oh, speaking of, do you want down now? Where yes, are you please. hiding? All right, I'll get you down. And he just real casually, once again, one-handed, picks you up, puts you down. Uh, and then he actually offers his hand to you, Alistair. He says, I'm very pleased to meet your acquaintance. That was a killer flip. Oh, why, thank you, and shakes your hand. You have quite small hands. Thank you. Wow. Well, see, I've got to be honest. I always wondered, if you were half-demon, would you have, like, really big hands? But I guess not. I, I guess it depends on the demon. I'll have to meet more. <laughs> I noticed that I think... you seem to be having a bit of a hard time, so to speak, vis-a-vis uh, -vis your throwing things into the air and dodging them? Well, that was actually a, a juggling act, but um, I've never practiced it before, so it kind of didn't go well. Right, yeah. No, I can... Did you see that? I, I saw mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. Right, so... Um, look, tell you what. Things are tough sometimes, but how about you come with us and we go have fun at the festival? Is this a joke? Well, you know, you see, because one is sad and lonely, and two is a couple, but three is a crowd, and I'm looking on making a big crowd, because it's always more fun with more friends. And you did a double flip, and that makes you cool. Oh, I would be flattered to go to the festival. Well then, tally-ho. <laughs> and, and Edward kind of begins, it's not quite soldier marching, I think you would call it frog marching. J just sort of big arms pumping, knees going up high, and walking onward towards the, <laughs> towards the uh, fields by the keep. I'm still sprinting behind him. <laughs> Somehow. Somehow keeping up. Alistair, are you are you following behind then? Yes. Alright. Um, so let's let's switch perspectives here for a moment. So as the three of them are coming in. Um Ruad, let's let's switch to you. What are you doing? And go ahead and describe your character for us too. Um so Ruad is a very old dwarf. Um if you like compare it to like human years, he'd look probably about seventy. Um and so like his hair you can tell like when he was young was incredibly bright red, but now it's much more dull and is kinda like just graying a bit. There's still some of the red comes through. He has got a thick beard. Um, he's wearing um, some like sleeveless ornate robes that look like a mixture of like fall leaves and a fire. And then like uh, under that, he's like his pretty much the rest of his outfit. His boots, clothes, gauntlets, undershirt are all like kind of like a charcoal gray. Um, he's 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 walking with like this uh, probably about five foot. He's, Ruad himself is about four foot ten, and then he's walking around with, like, probably, like, a five foot 
long staff, which looks like a branch with scorch marks along it. Uh, his his right arm is exposed, while his left arm, including his hand, is completely covered with a cloth. And then uh, the final thing that uh, you'll notice about Ruad um, is that his irises are black. But they yeah, agree that's that. You wait. Yeah. Aren't so like, but not the sclera, just the iris. Just the iris. Cool. Creepy. Cool. I guess it's yeah, not that that's... creepy. Some people have really dark brown, and it looks like they have black irises. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, and, yeah, so he's currently walking around the town as it's getting darker, and he has this little bright red hummingbird that almost looks like it's on fire mm-hmm. that's following him around, and then it's going up to each of the lanterns. And like shooting a bit of fire out to light to ignite the candles on the lanterns and stuff, and just going around doing that, just kind of mindlessly at this point, looking around, just waiting for the uh, his official duties to happen later. Right, because uh, he is the master of agriculture for Nook, which means if it grows, it's your business. Yep. All right. Uh, so I, as you're doing that. Are you so? Are you like near the center of town? Or are you at the <laughs> edges of town? Um, I, I probably started off near the edges, but I'm I'm working my way towards the center of town at this point. All right, so you're uh, I'd say you're probably about midway then. Um, and you yeah. and you see um, you see Edward, who I am sure you are at least familiar with by name, if not by personal association. Mm-hmm. Uh, frog marching his way down the road towards you. Uh, followed by two very small peoples. Two very small peoples. I, at least I think so. I don't. I don't actually have the description for Alistair. How, how tall is Alistair? Five eleven. Oh, yeah. well, I guess you're not a small peoples then. Two tall peoples and me. Yes, two tall peoples and one small peoples. Very small. And I am a medium people. All the peoples have gathered. Um, but yeah, so Edward is frog marching. Um, and he's actually been distracted by the little fiery bird flitting all around um, and walks straight into you. Why don't you watch where you're going, Edward? Well, if it isn't old man Ruad. You know, see, Hi. here's the thing. I was watching where I was going, right? And because, like, that's what you do. You just watch where you're going. But see, then I saw this little, like, it looks like a fire, but a bird. And I thought, that's really small to be a phoenix. But... It could have been a phoenix. And so I figured if I kept my eyes on it, I might find out if it was a phoenix or not. So I was kind of looking where I was going, except I was watching that phoenix. Understandable, but you ought to be careful. I'm near the end of my life. You could very well kill me. Um, Edward slaps you on the back and goes, No way! You've been here for like... Well, you're probably going to be here just as long still. One can only wish... Right, I mean, like, you knew my dad, and, and like, my dad's dad knew of you, and, and his dad, so, like, my dad's dad's dad knew you, and, like, even I know you now, so, like, of course my kids will have to know you, and then they'll say that their dad knew you, and so, like, you see, it's kind of this whole big chain about how you're always here. I mean, that's what comes with a long, jeopardy life. I do not have longevity. I will die because I'm a human, and that is unfortunate. 
and he he kind of turns and like looks at the two of you like it's unfortunate isn't it like yeah yeah and he's like kind of nodding super unfortunate sort of looking away (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i guess that's one of the perks of being a dwarf but that longevity does come with uh you lose a lot of your friends along the way oh you know that's probably hard but you're in luck because see i've brought two friends with me today and if you're friends with me then you're friends with them and that means that you've just gained three new friends and i know we can't probably replace the friends you've lost but like if you think of it in terms of equivalent exchange you have friends that is very true now on to the matter of your phoenix now that we've gotten the whole friendship thing set in stone and all that um can I touch it? Um, if you want to, I guess. And Edward just immediately reaches out and touches it. It, it doesn't do anything. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It, it's quite warm to the touch, but not to the point of uh, burning. Um, is it physical in any sort of way, or does his hand pass through it? Um, it's kind of there, but it is um, a bit more um, intangible intangible um as it is like a fire but it's kind of it has some substance to it it's still you still can come in contact with it okay uh he he looks over at you and then back of the bird then over at you back of the bird it's really hard to pet (laughs) yeah well his form is quite malleable and as he does that it kind of grows into a more like hawk size creature Edward uh, nods and attempts to give it a hug. This! This is a phoenix! Well, not exactly, but it's close. It's, it's a bit difficult to explain, but the easiest way to describe it is it's simply a spirit. So it's the spirit of a phoenix. Or the spirit of a fire. That sounds like a phoenix to me. I will call him Phoenix. Hello, Phoenix. You and I are friends now. Why don't you come with us? To the festival. Norfile would be happy to carry you. Isn't that right, Norfile? I don't think I can carry it. It's fire. Well, but I can pet it. <laughs> Ruad, can Norfile carry your bird? I mean, I guess. It doesn't, she doesn't, or he doesn't have to, but he can kind of fly on his own. Well, see, then it's settled. Norfile, if you want to, you can carry the bird. To humor Edward, I hold my hand out. <laughs> it, it kind of uh, shifts back into the smaller size. Thank you. <laughs> it would have been as big as you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, Edward realizes that he hasn't actually introduced anybody. Uh, so he kind of steps back. You know, I sort of missed something here, and that's on me, and I feel bad about it. Rubad, this is Norfire. Norfire, this is Rubad. Phoenix, this is Rurad. Rurad, this is Phoenix. Phoenix, this is Norfire. Norfire, this is Phoenix. Alistair. Alistair, this is Norfire. Norfire, Alistair. Alistair, this is Rurad. Rurad, this is Alistair. Phoenix, this is Alistair. Alistair, this is Phoenix. Edward, this is Alistair. Alistair, I am Edward. (laughs) Everything seems to be in order now. Tell me, old man, Rurad, will you be at the festival tonight? Well, I kind of have official duties first in the festival, but after I finish that, I will most certainly be in the square. Then I think we shall be greatly happy to meet you in the square tonight. Very well, then. And with that, 
I bid you adieu. And Edward marches off again. <laughs> this time humming a song and occasionally blurting out the words, Phoenixes are red. No. <laughs> it sounds a lot like a nursery rhyme. I give Ruad back his bird and run after him. <laughs> I just wave. Alistair, are you just following along? Yeah. Just there for the journey. Fair enough. Alright, so uh, <laughs> um, you guys make your way over to the festival fields. Um you have a few more interactions with some of the people that Edward knows. There's a couple more knights. Um, you actually do meet another gnome, but Edward does not know this gnome. Um, but I assume you and he probably have a nice conversation. Oh, you tell me, what what do you and this gnome talk about? Probably just say hi. Discuss where we're from, what we're doing in Nook. All He's right. not very forthcoming. Oh, that's true. Gnomes rarely are. Fair enough. Uh, I suppose it's probably worth mentioning, um, for those who don't know, uh, the the country that this is taking place in, uh, Wynor, there's not a lot of gnomes here. Um, as a matter of fact, Nook as a town holds more people than there are in the entire gnomish race in all of Wynor. Um, due to a very complicated series of events. Read my gnome lore. Yeah, read it the gnome lore. It took me lore. like two hours. I appreciate it. It's pretty good. I'll, re- I'll release. I'll, I'll have to set something up so like people can yeah, access that. Release my gnome lore. I'll release the lore. All right, but um, finally, it's time we meet our last character here. So, Ethan, why don't you tell me what you are up to? All right. Um, so I am a 25-year-old male human who um, I am, as they say, tall for said human. I am 6'1 with an average weight of 200 pounds most of it muscle um my skin color is the white as they say it is <laughs> not say. like pale white it's not pale white like snow so i won't get sunburned if i even touch light um but it is it's is still pretty it's still like you can tell it's white and then um, i've got black black hair um people sometimes confuse it for brown but often i'll have to tell them no black and then um, the most weird selling point is I have copper-colored eyes. So you mean like, like <laughs> oxidized copper or just copper? This is like a, it's like more like an orange color. Um, okay, but now, so I, I like the copper eyes, and that is mm-hmm. actually because I'm assuming your family is the copper family, correct? That is correct. Dope, lore, backgrounds. Um, so tell me, what are you doing here in Nook? So my family, after having some complicated issues with my father and said uh, um, history, uh, they moved away from Nook, and my mother's side of the family lives in Nook. Now, my grandmother and grandfather from my mother's side of the family was like hey there's the festival coming up you want to come and i was like will i be famous and they were like what and i was like i'm coming (laughs) and so now i'm here for the festival for 
reasons that they're not entirely aware of, but it'll be fun. Where are you? Are you at the festival then right now? Like the festival grounds? What are you? What are you getting prepared to do? What are you? So I, as an aspiring gladiator, am Ooh. preparing to uh, participate in the jousting slash, um, I guess, combat competition. And so I am probably on the fairgrounds and or around just kind of like training my muscles, doing some sort of striking drills. Just, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dueling stuff. Oh, yeah. Dueling stuff's a big deal. I will mention, though, I am not a part of the Knights Academy. So. Ooh, that is important to mention. Because yes. that, that's a whole different kettle of fish. Mm hmm. All right, so. Um, so there you are at the field. Um. And, and you hear a little bit of conversation drifting your way as a group of three people comes into view. You know, Alistair, it occurs to me that if you were to enter one of the tournaments, you might be able to win without even fighting. All you have to do is pretend, like a bull, that you're going to gore them with your horns. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not really interested in doing that. But think of all the glory. That's awesome murder. It's not murder to uh, threaten someone in a duel. But here's the thing is, I would probably actually kill them. Why would you do that? I get angry. Well, that's and disturbing. That's uh, temper. You, that's important. You did not, but now we know. The demon has a temper. Yep, got Yikes. temper. <laughs> um, Edward is actually pretty unfazed. Um, you know, he's like, well, you know, Edward has noticed, uh, Mercury over there getting warmed up. Hail and well met. Are there food stands? Uh, um, do I know you? Sorry. Quick thing, uh, Lucy asked, are there food stands in the area? And the answer is no. You've wandered into the, just the edge where all the, the jousting and stuff is set up. <clears throat> So, sorry, I had to cough my lungs out. You, you, there's, like, no food around. It's just sort of empty and gravel and stuff. But anyway, hell and well met. Uh, do I know you? The better question, friend, would be, do I know you? To which, of course, the answer is no. I do not. My name is Edward. Nice to meet you. And he extends a hand. Mercury. I meet the hand with the handshake. It's a very sturdy one. You guys, uh, I, he doesn't let go, and he keeps shaking for a while. You're here for the games? Well, yes, I'm here for the games. Well, like, literally, I'm here because I live here. But, like, at this field, yes, sort of. But I won't joust because my horse has anger issues. But I do duel. I don't know, Norfire, are you here for the games? No. Norfire is not here for the games. Alistair, are you here for the games? No. Alistair is also not here for the games. Oh, I've almost forgotten. I forgot last time. I won't forget this time. Mercury, nice to meet you. I'm Edward. This is Norfire. Norfire, this is Mercury. Mercury, this is Alistair. Alistair, this is Mercury. You certainly talk fast. Well, I see it. More like 
maybe other people are just hearing me really fast because I feel like I'm talking normally. Whatever the case, if you're not here for the games, what are you here for? No, 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 no. see, they're not here for the games, but I'm here for the games. Maybe I was asking them? No, that makes sense. And Edward, he kind of takes a, a step back and like pretends to not be interested in the conversation. <laughs> He's kind of like drawing circles in the dirt. <laughs> well? Well, I was just traveling, you know, as it is, and heard there was a bit of a famous festival here, so just sticking around to see what it's all about. I see, I see. And you, Jester? Well, I live here, but I've never been to the festival. This is my first year ever going to it. Ah, this is your first year? Yes. <laughs> then you're in for a surprise. It's quite cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been loads of time. It really is excellent. There's fireworks. Over there. It is. <laughs> We have fireworks the spectacle. The dueling arena can also be quite the spectacle. I see. I don't know how to respond. That's okay. I'm not in this conversation. Tell you what, Mercury, are you dueling tonight? I believe so. It was uh, on my to-do list. Should I have a to-do list? My very short to-do list. I don't think so. You don't think... Well, do you have a to-do list? I do not. Alistair, do you have a to-do list? Yes. Oh, well that's embarrassing. For us, I mean. <laughs> Is it? Well, they make lists. Uh, Edward uh, hooks his hands into his belt, uh, Wild West style. You know, Mercury, I'm something of a duelist myself. See, once in time, I actually made it through to the finals. Was it the end of your sentence? Yes. I made it to okay. the finals once. Well, one time, I fought an entire army of gnomes. And I won with only a stick. Edward crouches in front of Norfire. Norfire, run! He's a gnome killer! I never said I killed away. any of them. I'm still scooting away. Well, not Were you all yeeting gnomes? By... <laughs> not all battles are won by killing, young man. Even though you're not much younger than me. <laughs> Edward just kind of like oh. gives you one of those looks like, Do I look like a child? <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'm going to double check Edward's age, see how much of an idiot I actually was with that sentence. <laughs> I mean, Edward's 20. Okay, so, like, so it wasn't, so it wasn't too uncalled for. How old are you? Twenty-five. <laughs> okay, that's fair. You've technically matured. Well, I'm 120. No, I'm just trying to put him in this place, kind of. This is Edward. Then points at Norfire. He's older than you are. And he's a no. I look forward to fighting you in the dueling ring. Because, like, we'll see how you beat those gnomes. Uh, Edward kind of, like, he's making some eye contact with you. He points at his eyes, at your eyes. He points at his eyes. points at Norfire. He points at your eyes. 
and then, and then he heads out. Uh, Norfire, Alistair, are you are you guys hanging out with Mercury or are you? Nope, I'm getting away from this gnome fighter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Alistair would also follow Edward because I mean, he was nice to her, so I guess I don't know. I'm gonna go back to beating up whatever dummy I was beating up. <laughs> Wasn't a gnome, was it? <laughs> no, no, it was not. <laughs> Okay, um, the festival's about to start. The fields have been lit on fire. Um, Ruad, are you, are you overseeing that? Like, the, this is the fi- they're doing the final blessing. Are you, like, making a sacrifice? Are you doing something like that, or...? I'm probably the one igniting it. Sounds good. You got, like, a big Olympic torch-style thing going on? Yeah, so I probably, like... Use like maybe like a fireball or something, right? Uh, to f- uh, do the first ignition, and then I'll use uh, control flames to kind of spread it. Nice. So, are you, so you're like you're standing on a on a raised platform. You say your prayers, and then whoosh, fire from you know, your staff. Is it where it comes from? Yeah. So big old bolts of fire from your staff, and then. It, spreads all over the fields great imagery that's yeah, pretty that's it, pretty epic despite it like waving through it it still is contained because i'm able to do that as well nice all right so the fields are on fire the chaff is burning down and the festival has officially begun so what festival activities do you all want to take part in well i first probably meet up back with them or I'll probably eat food first, and then they might come across me. You actually mentioned that you were going to be in the square, so Edward and the others are waiting for you in the square. Is that where the food is? <laughs> yes, the the food is right... So the, there's this... Um, the open fields start right after the square. Okay, and, and yeah. And the food probably, tent stuff is that way. I'm probably at, like, a food vendor right now. All right. Uh, so as you walk up, uh, hear Edward call out, Ruad, hail and well met. What have you been doing? Sitting. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Well, I think Norfire was doing more than sitting. Norfire was playing solitary. It's a game for people <laughs> to play alone. Wonderful. Yes, she wouldn't let me play. She said I would damage her cards. His cards. Uh-oh. This is what you wow. get for pulling a trick on me. Um, anyway, moving on. That was a blunder. Alistair, what, what were you doing while, while you waited? Getting food. Well, bear in mind, the food stalls would have just opened. Oh, I, I still was food. getting food. I was no. waiting in line. She was first in line. <laughs> Fair she enough. She camped out all night. Yeah, I, I, I have a chicken kebab that's the size of me. So, <laughs> you're eating a two-foot chicken kebab. Yes. Nice. I'm chowing down on a turkey leg. Roasted turkey leg. Mmm. That, that is probably also the size of me. Yeah, I would assume yep. so. Rurad, shall we get some food? Because, see, I I waited so that I could eat with you so that you wouldn't feel left out. How thoughtful. Why don't we have a there? And I point over to the shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. I don't think I've heard of that. 
Oh, it's quite lovely. You got some ground beef, and then you got some mashed potatoes, and then you got some cheese. At the words potatoes, Edward, like, perks up. Did you say, and correct me if I'm wrong, potatoes? And meat. Those happen to be my favorite foods. Well, how lucky. To the shepherd's pie. So, uh, yeah, you guys make your way over hurt. to the shepherd's pie. Um... You walk up, and it's a elderly guy running it, and there's this big... Do you bake shepherd's pie? Yeah, you can make I think so. All right, kind of like a big oven behind him um, with just massive amounts of shepherd pie in it. And he sees you come up. Hello. Can I entreat you with some pie? You trying to out-elder me? I'm not trying to out anything. I just happen to be human and I'm much closer to death than you are. <laughs> that was out of person. Um, uh, yes, we'll take two shepherd's pies, please. Would you take two full shepherd's pies or two half shepherd's pies? Is that even a question? Do you want two full shepherd's pies or two half Shepherd's pies? Was that questioning enough? Two full shepherd's pies, please. Absolutely! <laughs> he turns around, um, it takes one step, and <laughs> sort of slips and stumbles, and it skitters around for a few seconds, and he's shaking around on his on his little cane there. He, he's, he's such a feeble old man. Uh, but... He, he gets you your shepherd's pies and hands them over to you. That'll be exactly two gold, please. That's very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think to put it in perspective, isn't it like one gold coin roughly equivalent in D&D to like $30? I have no idea, but I feel like food typically is not that expensive. $60? <laughs> I mean, $60 you can barter. Pie. I only have 10 gold. Is something the matter? Yeah, it's the price. Well, no one else has complained so far. Of course, you are my first customers. <laughs> well, therefore, you have 100% of your customers complaining about the price. Well, that's quite a problem. I hadn't realized it had gotten so bad. Maybe, maybe one gold for two shepherd's pies. A silver pricey, but sure. Pleasure doing business with ya, Sonny. <coughs> uh, he takes your gold coin and it pretty quickly disappears into his pockets. Have a good evening. Of course. All right, so you and Edward now have some shepherd's pie, and, and Edward is doing a pretty good job of attempting to inhale it. Mm. Just like, were there forks? Maybe. Sporks? Definitely. Did he get any of them? One could wish. So they might have had forks, but they definitely had sporks. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The spork is such a, a practical and useful utensil that... It, to tell the truth, most people in Wynor don't feel the need to have a fork, knife, or spoon when they can just have a spork. Oh, is it the one with, like, the knife on, like, the, uh, the handle of it? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Just 
transcends all uses. Of course. I mean, like, why have three utensils when you can just have one? Of course. Um, Today's on plastic. <laughs> so you, you guys have all eaten your fill. Um, I assume, unless you're going back for more shepherd's pie, or are you trying to get twice the amount of chicken that you have body fat in you today? <laughs> like a third of the way done with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, or Alistair, if you're looking to deleg a few more turkeys, perhaps? Uh, no. Probably a safe bet. Mercury, what what are you doing in this time? So I think I'm going to stumble into the food tents as well. Um, just as you all are finishing up. Okay. I'm going to go right over to um. Hmm. What 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 stalls are we looking at here? What do I see? <laughs> okay, so um, there is the shepherd's pie. There is the miscellaneous meat sticks, which sells miscellaneous meats on sticks. Heck you yes. have this. Uh, there's one stall that there's like a bathtub there, but uh. the bathtub is full of boiling liquid. Wait. So, like, that sounds tasty. Fun, fondue? Well, I was thinking, like, either boiling oil, but I actually enjoy the idea of boiling cheese and much more. Ew. So, yes, it's a bathtub full of boiling cheese. Yeah. With a big sign that says, dip whatever. So feel free to dip whatever. I poke the end of my kebab in there. I think I already have. I think I already know what I'm getting. Okay, where are you heading All right, to? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight to the miscellaneous meat uh, stand. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, give me the give me the biggest meat stick you got. Well, I'll tell you what, Sonny, I got lots of meat sticks back here. As a matter of fact, I've got seven different kinds of meat sticks. So what kind of meat stick can I get for you today? I said the biggest, didn't I? Right, but like you want the biggest chicken leg, you want the biggest turkey leg, you want the biggest leg off the horse out back, because I'll do it for you. <laughs> Give me the biggest chicken leg. The biggest chicken leg. I gotcha. Uh, he pulls out what is very clearly a turkey leg, <laughs> stabs a stick through the bone in a very impressive display of force, and and hands it over to you. That's the biggest I'm chicken leg right. I got. Now, I have a question. Um, with my passive perception of 16, do I notice Mercury walk in? Well, yeah, because he'd have to be I mean, pretty close to you guys. Him. You didn't wander very far away. I'll probably, I'll see him, and I'll, like, I'll look at him for, for like a second, and I'll like walk over to him, just kind of like behind him. Okay. Um, Alright, so you've got cool. Ruad coming up from behind you, Mercury. Uh, but first, all right, Sunny, that's going to be uh, okay. seven silver pieces. Uh, all right, here you go. Slapping on the table. Much obliged. Thank you much. <laughs> Have fun with your chicken leg. That's it. All right. Because he has no I more words to Ruad, say. Oh, I was going to say, before I notice Ruad, I, run, or I go straight over to the big bathtub of fondue. And I dip that turkey leg right in. So there, there's a little, um, 
I, I say little, but it, it's just a small human girl. And as she watches you dip that in, she says, full dip, one stick, that's gonna be seven silver. And I said, pleasure doing business with you. And I <laughs> give her another package of silver. You know, for an extra silver, you can dip your other hand in if you want. I'm already walking away with this thing in my mouth. Like, I'm not paying attention. Bye, have fun. Just remember, you can always dip your hand. And I'll, I'll kind of, like, uh, uh, clear my throat to get his attention. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you, Mercury. Uh, yes, that would be me. Who's who is it that is uh, addressing me? It's uh, it's a real lad. I'm fairly good friends with your family. Yeah. I've met you a couple times, but you were quite young when I did. Hey, Ruad, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. I'm getting a bit older, but I'm still fairly hearty. Say, have you and my mom ever been out on that, uh, on that date you were talking about? <laughs> what? This is me clearly trying to make you uncomfortable. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about there, kid. I'm just playing to say, uh, you finished with your duties yet? Yep, I just finished them uh, a few minutes ago. Got myself some dinner. I'm kind of relaxing a bit. I've been on my feet all day. Uh, Edward walks Delicious. over and uh, interrupts very timely. You guys know each other. We do. We haven't met a lot, but uh, his uh, his mother and I, we uh, we have some history together. Not in the romantic kind, but <laughs> I <still> we, uh... <laughs> there's there's an incident a while ago, and I've I've tried to keep in touch as much as possible, but after they moved away, it's been a bit difficult. Uh, yeah, considering the last letter you sent was, uh, how long ago? 16 years? Ruad, that's an awkwardly long amount of time. I'll be honest, time is a bit difficult for me. I can see that. You know, see, Ruad and I were talking earlier, he lives really long. Longer than, uh, 20 years? Way longer. <laughs> uh, I see. A little over three centuries to be exact. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's, that's like that's way nothing. more than 30 years. That's very true, Edward. <laughs> Another bright one I see. Anyway, are you here for the festival, Mercury? Why, of course. I plan on participating in uh, the games. Oh. It's been a while since I've gotten to fight myself. I kind of like do like some fake punches. 
You think those old rusty skills are gonna get you anywhere? <laughs> Probably not anymore, but I used to be a bit scrappier when I was young. And you have a I, phoenix. I... Yes. We have a couple other friends over here if you want to join us or if you want to if you have to go continue practice, I'd understand. Just wanted to say hi. Uh, you know what? I'll come say hi. Uh, but I will have to go real fast. I gotta make sure I make it on time to the the sign-ins. Very understandable. And we'll head our way back over to Alistair and Morfire. Alright, um, so... Norfire, have you finished your munching yet? Nope. How far along are you with this kebab? Like three fourths of the way. <laughs> You're making progress though. Oh yeah. So no further than last time. At Alistair, have you completed your turkey leg? Yes. Yeah, I'm imagining you've got like some turkey grease on the chin, maybe. Like that was a good turkey leg kind of grease. I mean. She's a lady, so like she would have like dabbed her mouth with a napkin. <laughs> She's a refined lady. I probably have some she... mashed potatoes on my my beard. <laughs> <laughs> and I have some enchilada somewhere on my face as well. I, I imagine that you've got a nice. So like at first glance, you think, "Oh, Mercury's got a blonde beard," but just kidding, you've got cheese around your mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what yellow beard. <laughs> it's like a super yellow beard. It's like that's not natural. Is that cheese whiz? Norfire, you know. I was just wondering. So that chicken stick is as big as you, right? Mm-hmm. So forgive me for asking, but how does it fit inside you? I don't have an answer for that. The wonders of gnome anatomy. Here, uh, let me help you with that. And I proceed to pick off a piece of chicken from her chicken kebab. I poke him with the end of the stick. In the knees. (laughs) (laughs) Like right Uh. under the kneecap. Do you give any do you give any words of warning or do you just No. It's my chicken stick. <laughs> I think I get the message and I put the chicken back on her plate. Well, I don't want it back. You touched it. <laughs> Is this chicken stick coming, going to become your walking stick? Actually, the... No, I, have a, I, I do have a staff. But it's like shoved sideways through my backpack. Oh, no, I left it in my room. Yeah, That yeah. makes more sense. So, but, yes, this chicken stick <laughs> is as tall as you are, so I guess it kind of looks like you've impaled a chicken on your walking stick? But it's like a thin stick. Right. Like a kebab. Yeah. I'm just very small. It's very like, small. <laughs> like a child. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, so you've just sticked him in the knees. <laughs> Uh, Edward's like, you know, I told oh, yeah. you. I quickly pick up the chicken from the plate and pop it in my mouth. <laughs> uh, see, I told you, Norfire should be in the doors. She just stick them in the knees everywhere. No one will know what happens. Nothing. <laughs> they step on me. Well, 
Maybe. But as long as you stick them in the knees. <laughs> I think I'm going to try that myself. Mercury, you can't steal that. That's my idea. So you're just going to lay down and stab them in the knees. You won't really be able to reach otherwise. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Okay, but what if, Alistair, what if you teach me to do a flip? And then what I do is, is I do a flip and they're so shook that I stab them in the knees. I mean, I can try. Excellent. Mercury, you can't steal that one either. Alright, so, um, I, I assume the group probably spends a little more time talking. Edward's still trying to attempt to do a flip, uh, but all he really does is sort of just faceplant on the ground. <laughs> um, so then, uh, there's a, a drum that you can hear the pounding of, and uh, at this point, the registration for the, the dueling happens, so oh, no. Edward makes his way to that. I want to do the hammer thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting to. So as Edward and I assume Mercury head to go register for that, the rest of you can go partake in some of the fair games. So there are all kinds of uh, little games or whatever. So what are y'all doing? I will head over... <laughs> to the hammer game. Alright, so you go over to um, I mean, it's a hammer game. They haven't really changed much. So well, the, All the, these years. The, many, there's a guy with a... They... No, go on. Go on. How many years has this festival been going on? The festival has been going on for at least 200 years. Okay. It, it, it wasn't this big at first. It used to just be the ceremony of burning the fields. But then people uh -huh. were like, well, let's get drunk. And then people were like, well, let's have snacks. And then people were like, well, let's throw down. Gotcha. Um, so you walk over to this this hammer thing, and there's a, there's a fairly sized elf there. I mean, elves are never beefy, but, like, dare you say it, this is a beefy elf. <laughs> dare you say Elder Ruad, so good to see you. Hello. Do you want to try my hammer game? Sure. Well then, take this hammer, slap that thing, and if you hit that bell, I'll give you some stuff. I grab the hammer, and I slap it down. Alright, so... In order to figure out how high it goes, go ahead and roll a d20 for me. Okay. Add your strength modifier. Now, is this just a strength check or it is. like an athletics check? Um, you don't get to run up and hit it. You just get to swing at it. I mean, that's not what all athletics is. I was just wondering. Well, I was just saying, so it's more of just your raw strength in hitting it. Okay. Because I do have proficiency in athletics so i was wondering because that is different it's a 13 minus 2 11 Ooh. so with an 11 it, it actually it goes up pretty far it makes it up to the seventh notch 
and it slides back down. Oh, too bad. That was close. But I can give you this, because you got past the fifth mark, and uh, he hands you this, uh, it's like a, it's a necklace with a wooden charm on it, and uh, the charm is, this, uh, it's a piece of wheat, um, like, burned into the side of a castle. Like it, as I'm grabbing it, too bad, that was my personal best. <laughs> oh, I mean, very well done, Elder. Just absolutely, I mean, you would not imagine the amount of people that can't. I mean, it's superb job. Uh, he Am turned... I still with y'all at this point? Hmm? Am I still with y'all at this point? No, you and Edward have gone to register. Okay. So Beefy Elf good move, good move. turns to Alistair and Norfire, and he looks specifically at Norfire. Do you want to swing the hammer? Can I use magic on the hammer? <laughs> you can perform a sleight of hand to try and stealthily cast a spell? Mm, sounds like a lot of effort. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, it's free. I'm okay. Well, if you insist, how about you? Uh... He, he seems to have, like, almost said something, but then just stopped and kind of draw draws out the you. He clearly has no idea who or what you are. Awesome. Uh, sure. Well then, swing away. Twelve. All right. Uh, so with the twelve, it goes up. Just slow, wobbles it up, right to the six. Oh, too bad. You know, you would have had to go just a little bit higher. Lucky number seven. Too bad. <laughs> I want to slap this guy. Yeah. I want to slap this guy. He's a beefy elf. <laughs> Like I said, I'm not even there, and I want to slap this guy. <laughs> um. Okay, so, anyone want to try again? No? Well, okay. Next customers! All right, there are more more stands to go to. Norfire, do you have anywhere you want to go to? Is there one of the games where you pull the ducks out of the water? There is absolutely a duck-pulling game. <laughs> I want to do that one. Okay, so you guys get up to your uh, your duck pulling game here, and there's another beefy elf manning the stand. Oh! You all want to pull yeah. some ducks? Not anymore. Of course you do. So like, all you gotta do is you grab that fishing pole, and you swing it around, and if you hit a duck, you pull up a duck. And I should work. <laughs> it's worth mentioning. There aren't plastic ducks, so they're just real ducks. <laughs> like this. Do we get to keep the duck? <laughs> yeah. If you catch a duck. All right. Okay, so you, what is this skill? In, in order to get a duck here, you're going to have to make a dexterity check to see if you can hook one, and a strength check to pull it out. Stre okay, that's fair. Like you're very thing. small. Yeah. you got to okay. fight the duck. What a well, way to start out. With a plus four. Natural 20. You, not only did you hook one duck, not only did you hook two ducks, but you hooked two ducks and a baby duck. <gasps> oh, I want a duckling. Now you've got to pull them out. 
And that beefy elf was like, ooh, good show. Jolly good like show. That. Okay, but my strength is not very good. Can you get them ducks? I don't know. Get them ducks. Get them ducks. It's a 12. Plus anything? No. Plus zero. Zero. She didn't have All right, with a 12, you're pulling up these ducks, and one of them's wiggling. And suddenly, they're all jiggling. And you think to yourself, this might be the end. But you have a sharp tug, and one of the ducks slips free. But you pull up the baby duck and one of the other ducks. Yes. The baby duck. That's pretty impressive. You got two ducks. So you can choose one duck to keep, and I'll give you a prize. Baby duck. Okay. So you take the baby duck, and he takes um, the other... I don't know. Mallard? Whatever. He takes the other duck. It's on my shoulder. Is it? Yes. Do you... Okay. Do you want a prize? I've got shoulder holsters. I've got hip holsters. For the and duck? And I've got head holsters. For the ducks. For the ducks. <laughs> sure, I'll take a shoulder holster for my duck. Absolutely. What do you take me for? I mean, it's a novelty store, man. That's fair. I respect that. <laughs> I mean, you catch ducks from a pond I have. I, I respect that. Enjoy your duck. I will. Anyone else want to try? What are you naming the duck? Give me a moment. Okay. <laughs> naming of the duck is taking place. First off, is the boy or... Does... Is it a boy or a girl duck? Um, it's like a duck that'll be gendered based on what it's named. Yep. <laughs> I am taking it to a... Yeah, you'll get it figured out. Does anyone else want to play my duck game? No takers. Uh, Alistair, do you have a specific game you want to play? Um, no. This is a nice throwing game. Okay, the knife-throwing game. All right, so you guys head down to the, um, the the sports area of the game. So they've got balls that you throw at glass bottles. You've got archery, and you've got knife-throwing and axe-throwing. Um, and, and you walk up to the knife-throwing one, and there is a slightly less beefier elf. Oh, my God. No, it should be the same beefy elf every time. Well, no, no, no. He, he's... <laughs> He is slightly slimmer. Everything else is identical. <laughs> hey. You want to play my knife throwing game? Yes. Okay, just throw knives. <laughs> <laughs> this can't go wrong at all. Yeah, so you get you get 3 throws and it's a dexterity check. Okay. Dang it, stupid. Okay. Get a dice tray. Get a dice tray. Yeah, well, I'm poor. Anyways, um, I rolled a 20, so 25. <laughs> you die. Okay, so you hit a bullseye with one knife. Alright, let's try this again. 22. Okay, you hit the bullseye again. 21. This is ludicrous. <laughs> hey, that's pretty ludicrous. 
But like, you can keep the knives now. Awesome, thanks. Yeah, have a good one. He says nervously as she collects her knife. That was really weird. I just saw a knife throwing demon. You don't see that every day. I should she tell someone. <laughs> she walks away happy with three knives. <laughs> Alright, um... I think that just leaves you, Mercury. Is there anything? You've signed up. So now it's just a matter of... Uh, you've got 20 minutes. Do you want to go do an activity before you're nah, dueling? I think, I think I'm just going to zen out, man. I'm going to focus on trying to beat up this wimpy kid that I'm totally going to have to fight again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to The Perilous Path, a D&D podcast brought to you by The Motley Broadcast. I hope you enjoyed the content that you heard here tonight. I know audio quality was a little bit on the rougher side, but when this was recorded, the uh, crew and I were actually all spread out through multiple countries and multiple time zones, so correlating all of that took some effort, and of course you can expect uh, a little bit of technical difficulty here and there with that. But yeah, I appreciate you all listening to the show. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Motley Broadcast. The next episode of The Perilous Path should come up in roughly a week from now. I know exactly a week from now is Christmas Eve, so happy holidays! Hope you enjoy those and have a great time, and maybe you'll get to listen to the second episode probably the day before, on the 23rd, is when it'll come out. Um, I don't have a lot for you here today. Usually these will take place during the middle of an episode. So just again, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. We are loving... Recording this, it's fun to play D&D, fun to record it. And um, yeah, have a great holiday, and I'll catch you next week. Bye! Bye.